If you've been like me and you've been holding out for some warmer temperatures to gas up, suck it up, buttercup, because we are joined now by Dan McTeague, president of Canadians for Affordable Energy. Dan, you've got some news for people like me who were looking at my gas gauge yesterday thinking I am running on empty, but it's too cold to fill up. Yeah, well, Jackson Brown would have it right. Uh, we are running on empty. I'm doing the same thing, too, but I, I now I'm going to throw in the towel because we're up, uh, Kelly, two cents a litre tomorrow. So that'll push average prices here in uh, the GTA to 149.9. Now, we've been there before, twice, in fact, back in early November and mid-October, uh, and then it dropped afterwards. But unfortunately, I, it looks like the markets are going to be pushing even higher uh, given the oil's up another dollar a barrel this morning, um, we're looking at a dollar fifty one five zero point nine. When we hit that number on Friday, that's just uh, a figure that we've never seen before, and I think it harkens back to what you and I spoke about a few weeks ago that we are going to see record prices pushing towards at points a dollar sixty five point nine here in Toronto. So, unfortunately, I hate being the bearer of bad news. Someday I'll come on and give good news, but for now, it's. Uh, it's not, it's not welcome news. Uh, temperatures are dropping and uh, gas prices and diesel prices are going to the roof. Dan, I don't think I'm the only one that went, wait a minute, what? And did the little, you know, the dog, you know, tilt the head to the right business when you said the price there. Can you repeat that to make sure that it landed? Yeah, so uh, tomorrow uh, we're $1.40. Uh, we're right now, we're at a lot of places, we're $1.48.9. Uh, we'll be $1.49.9 tomorrow. And on unfortunately on Friday um, we're going to be seeing a dollar five zero point nine for regular unleaded fuel at almost all stations here in the GTA. And as I mentioned, uh, that's a price we have never seen. So one fifty point nine, one tenth of a cent less than one fifty one a liter. And uh, we are marching towards uh, what I had talked about with you a couple of weeks ago. We're marching towards a buck sixty five a liter. There it is. The new normal. There it is, the 165. Wow. Yeah. Dan, what's what's driving this again? Because, uh, I, you know, I'm like a normal person. I take bad news and I like to file it away. Well, I don't want this in my life. Get rid of you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe I should just stop talking. The voice of doom, as they say. Um, look, there's a couple of factors. One is that the world is short of oil. Um, COVID has really made a mess of things. But we've also had in this period of time movements to disinvest in oil. In fact, one of the biggest organizations that monitors this, the International Energy Agency, way back in May, you know, seven months ago, said, hey, let's stop uh, exploring and making uh, uh, oil production. Let's just make that transition right now. The problem with that is that the world wants more oil, not less. And uh, the shortage is starting to show up now, not just in terms of gasoline prices, because that's the easy one. Mm-hmm. It's starting to show up in terms of the cost of diesel, which really j- drives our economy. Like it or not, transport is a big part of this. And it's also showing up in heating costs. You don't just have to look here in North America. Look what's happening in Europe right now, where heating prices are up fourfold from last year. And a lot of people are really having a, a you know a tough time uh, make, managing and making ends meet. The other factor that you know often doesn't get considered uh, because it's highly hyped in politics, and I'll try to avoid it, is, look, folks, you've got a carbon tax. It's now 8.84 cents a litre plus HST. That's almost 10 cents a litre on April 1st, April Fool's Day. It goes up another two and a half cents a litre with HST. Then on December 1st, it goes up another four cents a litre with what's called the second carbon tax, the clean fuel standard. And that's going to go up pretty much seven, eight cents a year for the next several years. So I guess what we really have to look at is 
what's driving these prices is uh, very much a political decision in Canada to make prices so expensive that people jump into their electric vehicles. Uh, okay, and, and, so and everybody, I think people want to get into electric vehicles. I think there is an interest in that for sure. Yeah. If I could just interrupt here and, and throw yeah. this out there. When we hear stories about Tonga and the eruption that triggered an oil spill in Peru, and you see pictures like that, you can kind of start to understand why uh, politicians might start to look elsewhere because uh, the environment is a big story and they win and lose votes based on the health of our environment. And it's it's a real concern. So, um, you know, how responsible are headlines like that for um, making politicians look for other ways to, you know, power our vehicles? Well, I think we need to look at the cost and affordability. I think if we want to make that great transition, we're going to have to do it in a way that's more measured uh, and more thoughtful and uh, farsighted rather than short-sighted. You don't want to cut your nails off to spite your face. I mean, the volcanic eruption uh, that caused a number of other factors uh, uh, was not done uh, by climate change. It was, in fact, as a result of what the Earth is doing. And by the way, the spewing of the CO2 that came out of that particular volcano, volcano uh, and that particular eruption represents far more CO2 in the air in a matter of hours than what we'd have accumulated in, in decades. And so, I mean, look, we, I think we have to put these things in perspective. I think uh, we all want these things. Uh, by the way, electric vehicle uses just as much fuel to produce, to create, disturbs the, uh, the planet. Uh, 5,000 uh, tons of, uh, of Earth has to be removed to make a one-ton battery, which can't be recycled. I'm not being negative on the EV. I mean, that, I think the mm-hmm. idea is there. It's, we're going to get there. But my goodness, Kelly, I think we have to be very careful because if nothing else, Please take the time, not you, but all our friends here, to look at what's happening in Europe. When you decide to put all your eggs in one basket and throw the baby out with the bathwater, Ontario has had a great reputation for electric energy that's been produced clean, whether it's hydro uh, or whether it happens to be nuclear. We've been leaders in this. We don't give ourselves a lot of credit for this. But it's a it's a simple factor that on cold days like today, we're able to meet our obligations, thankfully, because of those kind of energies and things like natural gas. Dan, I want to thank you for joining us once again. The reason why we got you on the show is to let everybody know if they want to gas up, prices are starting to rise tomorrow. You might want to uh, grab yourself a pair of long johns uh, and and get ready for the cold. Yes, big time. Thanks so much for this, Kelly. Appreciate it. Thanks, Dan. Dan McTagg, president of Canadians for Affordable Energy.